Bokertov, we're continuing to Hilim. We are in chapter 44. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was an interesting chapter so far. I don't know, we haven't done it in a while. Yes. But if you remember, the chapter is one of the chapters where we're seeing the author a little bit more aggressive with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's saying, I remember how you treated our forefathers. They told us stories of the great wonders you did for our forefathers. What about us? However, when it comes to us, it seems like we're being forgotten. That's the overall theme of the entire Mizmor. Now, we said last time we picked it up that the Mizmor, it seems to be a Mizmor written either after the first or the second temple's destruction. Because that, that seems to be the overall theme. It seems to be what's, what is driving the complaint in the Mizmor. Which would mean, again, that either you have to open up to the possibility of other authors of Tehillim, which is very possible. It's accepted in, in the Gemara. They list 10 different authors of Tehillim. So it's not a radical thing to say. Or if you want to claim, like a Rav Sadiagon, that it's written by David, then you have to say that it was some kind of nevuah of some sort. Or he just sounds like he's talking about the destruction of the temple, but he's talking about himself. Okay. Where do, do you know what Pasukia got up to? I'm not sure. I'm, okay, so... I, it either is... Uh... Let's go to Pasuk Yud Gimel. It was an interesting Pasuk. You've sold your nation without any money, without any pittance. And you did not get a profit out of their sale. You disgraced us amongst our neighbors. Scorn and mockery to those around us. You made us an example with the goyim. A shaking of head for the people. So what does it mean, minod rosh? A shaking of head. It means that when people see us, they say, oh, my God. They, they, they wag, they, they shake their head at our disgrace. Okay? They, make, they make fun of us. They either make fun of us or they talk about us. It's not necessarily make fun. That was the oh, previous question. Laag vakeles would be making fun, the scorn. Mashal bagoim, we've seen it also in the curses in the Tochacha, in last week's parasha, and actually more in Parashat Kitavo. Uh, mashal would be like, you know the story of the Jews, how much they suffered, so that when somebody wants to talk about a, a suffering to their child, You'll use as this example, as an example. example. Okay, so I'll be a bagoim. Menor rosh valumim is they look at us and oh my gosh, they 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 shake their head at how big our disgrace is. Kol ayom kelim matinegdi uvoshet panai kisatni. All day my dishonor is before me. My shame is covering my face. Uvoshet panai kisatni. Mikol meharef. This actually is not the hardest mizmor. The words in this mizmor are a little yes. bit easier. Mikol meharef umgadef mipene oyev umitnakem. And what is my, how is my dishonor before me? How is the, the shame by me all day? It's from the voices of the people who are blaspheming and reviling people who are, who are talking down to us. Because of the enemies and the avengers who are coming to, to, to kill us. Now here is where the Mizmor changes and where the... the author of the Mizmor makes the strongest claim. He says, we know stories of how you treated our forefathers and how you saved them and brought salvation to them. To us, it's all difficulty and, all the difficulties and, to us. and, and it's difficulty. However, 
כל זאת באתנו ולא שכחנוך. All of these came upon us, but we have not forgotten you. ולא שיקרנו בבריתך, and we did not deal falsely with your covenant. Now this is actually interesting. The fact that he's saying this, because we know that every time Am Yisrael, according to other books in Tanakh, when Am Yisrael is getting destroyed, it's because of their sins. Yes. Because they lied with the Berit. Correct. So the fact that the, the author here is, is, is saying, saying that we kept it, that we kept it, is certain that we're keeping it, it's an interesting thing, okay? But the question is, is he talking about himself here, or is he talking Here's about... A, so let's read a few more psukim. He's not going to answer, but I have some thoughts on it. We didn't, our hearts did not turn back, meaning turn away from the Torah. Correct. And our footsteps did not go out of your path. However, yet, or when you crush us in the place of jackals, in a place of, uh, of uh, snakes, covering us with the shadow of death. Meaning, we didn't leave your path, yet you covered us with the shadow of death. So what it could be, what's very interesting about the way God runs the world is that, do you think every single person during the time of the destruction of Bait Rishon or Bait Shani was a Rasha? No. No. Even, right? even when there was a world, when there was the Holocaust, they were not all Russia. Badai. No doubt. Badai. Unfortunately, we are all responsible any, for each other. Any suffering that befalls Am Israel will include Sadiqim yes. and Rishayim at the same time. You know? Now, there's always, maybe you could say there's some culpability on part of the Sadiqim that they didn't help train the Rishayim and make them better. Maybe you could say that. But is everybody equally to blame? No, for sure. You can't say that because awesome. everybody has a different, uh, awesome. you know, different approach. And it's not, when it comes to Am Yisrael as a whole, you could see trends in God's Hashkacha. When it comes to individuals, you know, in, in, there's no guarantees in any individual's life that it's going to be easy. You have the biggest Sadiq with the worst life and the biggest Rasha with the best life. You can't say. So there could be that, you know, within the, the books of Tanakh, like, uh, like Milachim and Divrei Yamim, or, 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 or even better, like Yirmiyah, when they talk about the destruction of the temples, or of the temple, they're, they're putting the blame on Am Israel. But what about the people that are good? You know, I feel, I feel like they find their voice through a more like this. The people that are really trying their best to serve Borei Olam. But they get caught up in a generation that's deserving of punishment. Sir, but on the other side, Avraham Avinu discussed with Hashem about saving if there are 10 If there are 10. Now here is the thing. He doesn't say... 40, 30, <laughs> he doesn't stop at 1. Yeah, he stops at 10. 10. Meaning what we said, if we remember so, our parashah so class... Here, here, if he's asking for Hashem, don't forget, you know, that means that if, if we are 10 of us within a... So, so what does the 10 represent? Well, whenever we discuss it in the parashah class, we analyzed why he stopped at 10. He went from 50, but why, what about one? Why not save the people for one? And we said that the only way the group is worth saving is if they are a distinguished culture on their own. Meaning, if there's one Sadiq, then he could be a Sadiq amongst the many, many Rishayim. However, the fact that the Rishayim are so outnumber him, it means that his voice won't affect the culture in any meaningful way. It's not going to change everybody else. However, if there are 10 people that are good, that means there's a pocket within the, that society which has good values. And can, and Even if they're the minority, if they're allowed strong minority, it means that the society has not been completely destroyed yet. Meaning it means that there's still hope for the society. Correct. 
because there is a significant amount of people there that have good values. Now, I don't know the way Borei Olam runs the world. I don't know what his, if he, if he, you know, it's impossible to know if, okay, in Am Yisrael, when Am Yisrael was destroyed, were, were there a pocket of tzaddikim? I don't know. But there, but, but whatever it is, Borei Olam decided to destroy it, however that works. And there must have been people who felt like, well, I'm a tzaddik, and, and I feel like maybe this means more, gives those people a voice. Correct. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Did we stretch out our hands to another God? God can delve into this. He could look into this. He, could, he knows the secrets of the heart. So he knows how, how people are truly inside if they're actually... And, and what the, way he's, the, way he's putting it the author is saying, if Borei Olam really looks into it, he'll see that some of us do have a good heart. You know? yeah, there's a transparency. Now this is a famous pasuk in the 23. Yeah. For we were killed for you all day. We were accounted as sheep going to the slaughter. This is a pasuk that's used very often in the Yamim Noraim time of the year. We say, uh, We were killed. Now here, the, the, it's a beautiful pasuk. It's, for you, we were killed for you. We were killed, meaning he's saying for the people to, who are to, keeping the Torah yeah, to keep and who are suffering keep, yes. the thing, it's like they're they're getting killed, they're keeping it and they're getting killed. So it is for God that they're getting killed, you know, and they're like sheep going to the slaughter. Ura lama tishan Adonai, where is that from? Ura lama tishan. We have that in the Silichot. So this, this means more has uh, makes its way some into the into the yamim noraim. Ura lama tishan Adonai, wake up, arouse yourself. Why are you resting, God? Hakitza altis nach Awaken, do not neglect us forever, God. Sometimes it feels like Boreolam is resting. Whatever that we can't get anywhere, we don't see the hashkaga. Lama fanecha tastir tishkach on. Why are you covering your face? Why are you forgetting our suffering and our oppression? Our soul is stooped over the dust. That means like we are very, very close to death. Right? Our, our belly cleaves to the earth. It's amazing the, the language he uses. Arise up and be our savior. Redeem us for the sake of your kindness. So your kindness will be seen in the world. Please save us. So, very fascinating, Mizmor. You're talking about how it's, it doesn't sound like David to me, this one. I don't know what, you, what your thoughts are, but it sounds more like this is talking about a, a bigger calamitous event in Am Yisrael's history. This is after, after you know, David. It doesn't sound like this is David running yeah, away from Shaul. This is after David. No, no. This sounds like uh, a, a big... Also, the... the Alecha horagnu kol. We've we've been killed. It's, it's, it seems like it's something it's talking general, in the plural about yes. the people. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It is about the people. It's not about. I, that's what it sounds like. And then how do you explain why he, the author here is claiming righteousness when we know that Borei Olam, you know, he judges on himself for their sins? Maybe because sometimes tzaddikim do get swept up, you know, within within the wicked. It, it's like almost. What does it mean that Lot's wife couldn't turn back? Don't turn back lest you get swept up in the sin of the city. So it seems like they had some zikhut that God was saving them. Zikhut of Abraham, maybe some zikhut of their own. But even if you're not in the city, 
but you look at the city and you long for their ways, even if that, you that becomes a sin. That itself becomes oh. a sin. Meaning, to what extent? To what? I, I don't know. I'm I'm speculating a little bit. But what extent is their culpability upon the righteous? You know, if, if the righteous see that the community is going in a, in a wrong direction. They should do something about it. And they don't do something about it. They, they, they you know, they, on the whole, they stick to themselves and they keep the Torah. But then but they, they see quiet. that the community, but they stay quiet on the whole. The, is that enough to, that they will be joined in the community's, uh, you know, punishment? I don't know. So these are all interesting discussions. Uh, Bezar Hashem, tomorrow we continue. Baruch Adonai Amen, amen. Chodesh Tov. Chodesh Tov, Rabbi.